0: Greetings, Soul family, and welcome to the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. I'm Big G, one-third of the podcast team. We also have Oshawa Nicole and Johnny Holmes II, a.k.a. Apostle. We thank you for tuning in as we embark on another cool ass journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Back. <laughs> yeah, how's everybody doing? Another... Well, bro, good, 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 good. All right, good. all right. <laughs> so we got back for another cool ass conversation. Yes, sir. And this week's conversation is going to be the origin story. <laughs> so I guess, um, or
1: where we are now relative to our origin well, yeah, story. I guess, yeah. So
0: <laughs> where are they now? It's <laughs> <laughs> like our unsung. You know,
1: exactly <laughs> behind,
0: behind the podcast
1: like, how is know? that working out for
2: you mm-hmm. a lot of people <laughs> yeah i don't i don't mind jumping in um so when i consider where i am now mm-hmm. relative to when we started this podcast journey um i feel like i have um a few words i'd use one would be elevated um i've definitely evolved my perspective uh, about myself, my perspective, about my work, my perspective about my life, my perspective, about my light, I feel like I'm doing an abundance uh rampage of abundance like, cause oh, the day, like, you know but 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 honestly i I feel like it all began with a shift in my perspective. the way I began to look at things um that changed, and as a result, I've realized how um. Just matter of fact, second nature, it seems like when I shifted the way I looked at those things, the things in my life began to change. And I, and honestly, yes. I can tell you that I've seen so many improvements um, just in the last maybe six months. A lot of major transition. So some might see uh, the change, the major changes as a bad thing, you know. Well, please. let me ask.
1: So sure. um, I know one of the things that you first that kind of first hits you yeah. is how you're different showing up to to the same situations. Sure. because it's not like your life does this magic trick right. and just kind of dissolves. Very but what right. happens is as you're encountering people that you've always talked to run into encounters that you've always had mm-hmm. run into scenarios that you were always man you know manifesting and navigating mm-hmm. you're different to mm-hmm. them and you're seeing them differently mm-hmm. and you're having a different response to them mm-hmm. so how have you experienced your diff- your shift
2: sure my shift um you know that's a great question um how am i handling my shift i think relative to um relative to how i see how i see myself has I'm, I'm wondering how to even really approach that because there are a couple of ways that i'm looking at that mm-hmm. i'm thinking about the difference that others have expressed and, mm. have, and have shared with me okay, things we'll that they've there. seen. Yeah. Um, there okay. So this, this week in particular, this work that I'm doing right now, um, I've noticed um, this facilitation I just did this past week. Mm-hmm. I was talking about problem solvers. <laughs> and so um, that was the title of the, the, the job readiness mm-hmm. deliverable that I was offering. And in it, I was identifying or I had the guys identify some of the, number one problem solvers in their life, Uh those that they had come across. And and so with just a blank PowerPoint screen, they began to just toss out names, Dr. King I heard, Malcolm X I heard, Jesus Christ I heard. And then I go to the next slide and maybe four of the eight names that they called out I had on that slide. But as they went down the list, they saw that I had included my name, right, between <laughs> Harry Tubman and Malcolm <laughs> right? And they, they read the names, they're like, Johnny Holmes. I said, wait, is that you, brother Holmes? I said, yes, sir. I'm the problem solver, bro. And, and after the, the whole offering, one of the young guys came up to me, and he just stressed the fact. He was like, man, bro, that was powerful. You're a powerful bro. And I said, I appreciate it, bro, but I felt like I, I I think in this sense, I haven't changed much Mm -hmm. because when it came to his response, I felt like, no, bro, yes, I am. I am powerful, but you are too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And and just like I identified myself as a creative and, and I created this slide and I put all these names up here, just like I inserted myself as one of the top problem solvers in the world. Yeah you know, you need to be able to shift the way you see yourself as being one of the top problem solvers in your world. And so that type of interface, I think it's like before I would have maybe taken that conversation a different route Mm. and only leaned to or or rested upon something that I was more familiar from my tradition. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like, because I'm running into a lot of diverse people, yeah. I feel like I'm having a more holistic response to wherever they are and not as not as narrow-minded as my normal train of thought. Mm. So you you're me. more allowing. Definitely expanding my consciousness has made me more allowing. And sure. more
1: unconditional in your approach, which Absolutely. allows you to have greater reach, actually, yeah. because you get to—you can— um, appeal to more people, you can touch more people, you yeah. can encourage, you can uplift. Yeah. Um, I, like you said, I love that you use the word holistic. Yeah. Um, but it's also awesome because, first of all, you were already very much in the vicinity of this information, which is why you were able to come into the conversation yeah. to yeah. begin with. Yeah. There was already some harmony, yeah. harmonizing right. happening. Right. And then, when you opened up to it, you began. To, you are a, you are capable of expressing more of what you inherently are That's because you were already on your path. That's a fact. You just needed to understand more the significance mm-hmm. and the breadth of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and does it feel different to you? Do you enjoy it more? Are you feeling like absolutely? You, you seem excited. It, it
2: feels it feels a lot less burdensome. Mm. Um, I feel much freer. That's I feel awesome. much lighter um i don't attach there's a there's one one of our uh podcasts I know we've probably touched this subject a lot, but the topic of attachment yeah we're gonna have to do a whole episode yeah just I, I mean because that alone has helped me uh immensely um you know even in the 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 quote unquote unconditional love expression right mm-hmm. because where again, from my tradition as it's, it's a term and a phrase that i'm familiar with. Um, I just can honestly admit I wasn't exercising unconditional love. There was a tremendous amount of conditions that I attached to my expressions of love for others. Um, And I think it's because I initially had all of these attachments, conditional attachments to the love that I had for myself. So when I learned how to start freeing myself from the ideas and the opinions and caring as much about this attachment to this person, how they're going to respond, something you said before. um, It's like once you do a thing, how you, 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 you even pertaining to this podcast, Mm -hmm. we're committed to this particular podcast, but we're not committed to the outcome where it goes and what it does. So I think more than anything, I've become far more, uh, present yes. and mindful in my gifting, in my offering, whatever it is, yes. throughout my day, and as I give my best in it, yes. I just trust that the outcome is going to be rich.
1: Absolutely, and yeah. that makes you more magical. Actually.
2: Yeah, I think so. I love I it. Think so
1: I love it. But it's I love that I feel like mission accomplished because yeah. if you're feeling freer in yeah. your day to day, moment to moment, doing yeah. the stuff that you were already yeah. doing anyway,
2: right?
1: That's the point. That's right. That's right. Having more connection, being more presently focused, That's right. being more aligned That's with right. yourself. That's right. And you're affirming, I still want to do this. This is still exciting to me. This mm-hmm. is still a value to my experience and my past.
2: There's one thing I got to add, though, as I'm sitting here looking at you guys. Uh, I'm so excited because something that may, have, may seem small, mm-hmm. but... As a creative, when you begin to see your vision starting to manifest, there's a scripture that says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm. But when a dream. Uh, um is 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 realized it's a crown of life right <laughs> yes. so like for me as i'm starting to look at you guys and see all of us are adorning apparel yep. that i envisioned about 6 months ago right yep. and as a result of some of these intentional conversations i felt like it moved me from the analysis position yep. to application Absolutely. I went from an, analyzing everything oh, analysis can paralysis that right yeah. you know what I mean and now it's like I'm not as concerned about you know having it all together before I step out now I'm stepping and trusting that it's all going to meet me there whether it's a cooperative component right growing. so we'll talk about and it right. is growing I got I folks calling it. and wearing my gear I love, love it. it it's a beautiful thing
1: I love it. And for the record, since we don't have a visual to accompany this, I love that we're all sitting here. So um, John is wearing an awesome hoodie that says resilient across the chest. And on the arm, it has his be aware, be a light. That's uh, right. Logo. That's right. And then Big G is wearing a red hoodie with uh, Encouraged across the front. Indeed. And I have him in a super cute brown t-shirt that yep. says love yeah. across the chest. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. appreciate you guys. <laughs> yes, so, indeed. It's, for me, it's a big, awesome manifestation. Sure. For both the podcast and for Jumpstart Your Genius.
2: Absolutely. It's a big deal. <laughs>
1: I love that. I'd
2: have, have to say, Jumpstart Your Genius had a lot to do with that manifestation as well. You know what I mean? So I can't say enough Thank about it. Absolutely. Well,
1: I'm just happy to see you bloom.
0: Sure. Like, it's awesome. Oh, it's yeah.
1: Awesome.
0: Mission accomplished. Yes. It's right. <laughs> it's, a, it's an under promise and an over deliberation. Yes, right. <laughs> deliberation. That's a new word. You know,
1: Sorry, right, right, right. <laughs> You Make know, them up all the
0: time. You know what I'm saying? Because the the, the manifestation was, you know, more than I had even anticipated. Mm-hmm. When he presented me with it today, I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. Nice. like, okay, it's I thought it was nice, but it, like, it's like, this is nice. Yeah, like, it's, it's nice.
1: really cool. So, nice, you got to see it twice. It's nice,
0: <laughs> That's
1: quality. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. You know what I mean? I love it. Appreciate y'all.
1: But yeah, and um, (laughs) what it's done for me, too, is um, just this journey of doing the podcast. It still trips me out that I have a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like... We have a podcast.
2: Second season, by Wait,
1: the way. We have a podcast. <laughs> right. And then, right, we're so we're over 20-something episodes yeah, right. in, which is crazy. Right, right. Um, it's still exciting. Yeah. I love that. I love being able to apply myself to things that are deeply exciting to me sure, in the moment. Sure. Um, I love that it's something that we get to do together. Mm-hmm. And I love that we now have this ritual of coming together. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's so good to see you guys. Oh, man, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about
2: it. You know? I look forward to every
1: week. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love listening back because I like the conversations we're having, I like the content we're covering. Mm Um, And I like the possibilities that keep lining up. It's like, Oh, we'll have to do this and we'll have to talk about this. And we might need to cover this one day. And then other people are asking to join in. Mm -hmm. I love that because the journey is you cannot have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. Mm -hmm. So if you can enjoy, just find something to take some real deep joy in right now and then do that tomorrow and then do that again the next day and do that again the next day. The next thing you know, you have this amazing journey and this really awesome you know um manifestation of whatever is going to evolve because you have that journey that's right so the outcomes have to be joyous Mm -hmm. because that's all you put into it
2: input Um, is joyous so the output
1: absolutely absolutely and expansion Mm -hmm. and elevation and i love it um i also appreciate that um this has caused me to be creative in other ways too. Mm-hmm. I love that it's helped me get ideas and get back into my creative space because sure. I had had a little bit of a hiatus with doing some creative work because I was so busy getting technical stuff done yeah, so right. i love that it's helping me tap in and then as i'm seeing you guys light up it's like oh let me do this for you that's Ooh, right let me help you. <laughs> hey right. i got an idea for that's how right. that could work Ooh, right. let me make that cool yeah, you know yeah, and right. i love that yeah. i love just contributing and being able to give that unconditionally absolutely um and i love the other little things that have been popping up i yeah. love that uh, I'm even working on another podcast I still don't have a name for it yet, but it doesn't matter right, right, <laughs> the right. conversations have been great so far yeah, yeah. Um, but I love where all this can go sure. and I love that I just get to do it freely mm-hmm. and effortlessly and I know that now is the time mm-hmm. I don't know that this time next year we're going to have time to do this yeah. I expect to be on another continent somewhere I like you. exploring That's some good. cool stuff yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> so right. hopefully with you guys indeed but for now, this is where
0: we are and this is the main event. That's right. I think for me, my kind of engagement with other people is what's changed the most for me. Um, and in terms of in in seeing an enrichment or, or the possibility of how enriching life can be, the the dreariness of how I've engaged with some people during over the years, as mm-hmm. far as um, the, like those conversations that I used to have. Mm-hmm. Is right? now when people just start to, it's you know, it just is like you know what? I really don't have time for that conversation <laughs> yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think for for me, it's it's come in the form of discernment and 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 so much as kind of seeing how either one. People have been engaging with me all along, and just seeing the that you know that that interaction for what it is, and seeing kind of oh that's the page that person is on all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, wow. You know. What yeah. Like, things oh.
1: become clearer to you,
0: right? It, I guess that's what if you know what I mean. It, it's been it's crystallized mm-hmm. uh, some things as far as uh, being attached to certain interactions, you know, Mm -hmm. things that you might have held as endearing are now Mm kind of like, well, this is actually toxic. Yeah. Codependency. You know what I mean? It's It's kind of like, it it almost takes your um, ability to conversate away because it's kind of like, so you just can sit here the whole time and (laughs) talk about somebody else. Isn't it amazing?
1: Because, um, (laughs) it it causes you because first of all, you have a new definition of what um, uh, productive interaction is. And, and again, not to mean that that there's an attachment to what it has to be, or you have some construct, but you're more aware of how you're spending your energy Mm -hmm. and how you are what you're focusing on because you are more aware of the Mm -hmm. power of your focus Mm because it is powerful. Mm -hmm. And you get to be more deliberate and discerning about mm-hmm. what you're choosing mm-hmm. to flow that focus to. Like, sure. you know, do I really it's, want to invest in this right now? Energetically.
0: <laughs> absolutely. You know, I, I, and I look at some of the, the typical constructs that you just kind of fall into, uh-huh. you know, those things that we just accepted as always kind of like, well, yeah, that's just how things are, you know, but it's like, yeah. no, that's no, that's, yeah, that's that, not good. That don't work. Right? <laughs> like, no, we got, you know, and it's, yeah. it's and I, I can actually see the the shift in in just the the greater society yeah. as this it's becoming apparent to everybody. Yes. Like, no, nah, wait a minute, hold on, like stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this whole construct that we've all just been kind of flowing into, it no longer is mm-hmm. functional. Mm-hmm. And which used, usually usually yeah. is a conversation, sure. you know, with people to just talk and give it lip mm-hmm. service. But now it's like, no. This no longer works. So we have to do something about that. You know what I mean?
1: And I love that that often includes we have to change how we even speak about it Mm -hmm. because they're starting to reframe things. Let's call it what it is first. This was not good to begin with, even though we even though we accepted it for decades or whatever it now we now understand what it really is Mm -hmm. and how dysfunctional it really is. Right. And we now need to speak to how. what are we going to do about that? What does the other side of that look like? I know I've seen a little bit more of that seeping into even news coverage, which is great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, that's not going to work. We're going to have to find a way to figure this out. Or they're just going to a solution, which is awesome, or bringing somebody in to talk
0: about a solution. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I've seen it start to happen around education, Mm -hmm. which I really really like, you know what I mean, to think that, okay, the standard education that we've been offering is no longer valid. Yep. You know what I mean? And right. so we have to, um, to use Doc Howard's favorite, but we have to reimagine <laughs> uh, what education right. looks like. That's right. And and what really and it's which is beautiful. What is even really relevant, yes. you know, mm-hmm. because for, for so long, we've, we've kind of flowed into a model where we framed all of these different things that uh, this is valid, this is valid, this is important or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then we start to look at it in terms of, for we'll just take by our segment of the population. It's like, that's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something I have no use for. And then, too, it's not even accurate. Right. So it's like, okay, huh, let's, you know what I mean, let's, yeah. let's be racist, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, sure. let's let's be be sure. Sure. and now let's write down what it is that we need. Like, and, and even as you say, calling it what it is, like, what do we need intrinsically, right. you know, mm-hmm. what do we need a, 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 an education to even provide right. and how is the most effective way to do it? Not just start throwing things out, but you know what I mean? So,
1: I'm sorry. I, did you just say we're actually addressing the premises that we're constructing these frameworks on? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. I love and, that. <laughs> I love it when that happens. Change your premise, change your paradigm. Uh, And I'm starting to see that happen in in greater fashion, you know, even the way that we engage with one another, you know, we're starting Mm -hmm. to really analyze, you know, with uh, like, for example, in the city with violence and just, you know, the things that we've just accepted as a part of, our quote-unquote community is, is, like, now, like, no, that's not, that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. That's not even, you know, normal behavior. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is what we've accepted as the status quo, but it's not normal. You know
1: what I mean? Well, and I think what's actually happening there, especially when it comes to, like, community experience like that, I'm hearing more acknowledgement of the co- the systemic cause of these types of things Absolutely. because they do- they don't just happen, it happen at exactly yeah, and they well, certainly well, don't good happen good. when yeah. certain factors are not in place sure. so sure. um, i appreciate again that we're getting more to the roots of things and we're not approaching them from a standpoint of we can't do anything about this mm-hmm. because right. there is and there's always been an element of well, no matter what we do, it's still gonna this is gonna pervade because we have this other systemic issue that we're mm-hmm. you know brick wall that we're running up against.
0: Sure,
1: that's starting to get addressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're getting into a more solution based society. Well, yeah, you know, we're 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 aiming for a more solution based society in terms of okay, great, we know what the problem is, but what is the solution, or how do we even get to you know.
1: well that goes back to one of the sixteen premises of highly evolved beings um, it's not in and it's not even just about solutions because here here's the thing that gets me sometimes we know exactly how to fix this stuff we know how not to have this we know how not to create a lot of the ills that crop up in society
0: mm-hmm.
1: the question is at what point do we value having um, a system that works versus having a system that we can profit from. When the fundamental value systems change and shift, and that's what's going to be happening over the next couple of decades for sure, um, then all of that has to be reframed and readdressed. So what I hear when, so when you saying we're, we're addressing, uh, we're, we're actually looking for solutions. What I also hear is, we're starting to focus on what works. Because a lot of this, we already know, the research has been done, the, you know, the the studies have been done, the facts are in, they just have not been applied. It's certainly not in a holistic mm-hmm. or um, universal fashion. Mm-hmm. They've just been applied to certain groups in certain places and certain environments mm-hmm. to produce the outcomes that are most valuable in the areas that we have valued the most and that's what's also breaking down.
2: I think a lot of, um, I think the reason why uh, we seem to be coming more to solutions in our situations is because I think we're focused more on how we feel. I know that's been the case for me, you know, so so um, I think as I was saying, um, I believe we've we're centered around or focused more around solutions because I think for me even, um, a lot of my my attention is now aligning how I feel with this this particular solution right There was a time when um i didn't seek out solutions that harmonized with how i felt mm. like i would i if 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 something harmonized with how I felt, showing you how I was conditioned if something harmonized with how I felt more times than not I went the other way. Wow. Yeah. Please. Oh, okay. So
1: on my website, Mm akashohana.com, it's a K A S H O H A N A, akashohana.com, there is a page called The 16 Premises of Highly Evolved Beings. Mm -hmm. And number four Mm. is We always do what works. An awakened species, having seen and acknowledged what is so, will always do what works humans in an unawakened state often do the opposite
2: mm. see see so mm-hmm. this is why i even last week if i could you remember when we were talking about natural or nature mm-hmm. i was as i was listening back to that that uh podcast from last week premises and paradigms um that particular part is what i was thinking about relative mm-hmm. to that point um, because to say highly evolved, right. I felt like, you know, there are a lot of times I felt like I'm functioning. Yeah. I'm moving, you know, <laughs> doing there, there, you know, I'm, yeah, there's, there's activity. Right. I'm busy, Right. you know, but am I effective?
1: Right. You know,
2: and, and, and so I began to distinguish between, you know, the efforting, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that seemed to just be connected to the work commitment to the work. yeah. And, and again, not assessing, does this resonate with my highest excitement right now? Yes. Am I, Do I even feel that? Right. You know, so it's relationships to life. jobs, mm-hmm. relationships to people, relationships. And so when you were talking, cuz, about how your relationships and even your communication with others, how it has shifted. I think this is another area for me. And, and so back to solutions, I think mm-hmm. you stop making excuses for people. You stop making excuses for yourself. You stop making excuses or looking for reasons to justify why you're not where you feel you need to be when you are far more intentional and you're looking at, uh, and and again, this interface has helped me to look at it from different angles, from how I would normally look at it. And so this is why I so appreciate um, the idea of it resonating with my highest form of excitement yeah. that again is not part of my traditional teaching right. that that I can honestly say I think had something to do with why uh I was knee-jerking you know oh if it feels good do the opposite mm. you know what I mean because mm. it's not about how you feel <laughs> right
1: Cast those emotions yeah that right quarters right emotions
2: of- seem to be uh an indicator that 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 and I'm trying to say this the most tasteful and tactful <laughs> way uh, to respect, you know, those that share these types of views. But it's like whenever you get to talking about emotions, oh no, you can't be, you can't allow yourself to be led by how you feel. That's crazy. That's the
1: cornerstone of cognitive dissonance. Mm,
2: another word that I didn't learn too much later. Wow. Well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Much later.
1: Wow! The
2: more important that you learned it, yeah,
0: indeed, indeed, indeed. You you know, it's it's actually if you look at probably the last, specifically for me, I know the last five years have been so enlightening, Mm -hmm. you Uh know, Mm -hmm. just as as far as the the way things, you know, are actually the way things work. I'll Mm -hmm. put it to you that way. You know, those things that. uh, probably the first 40 plus years, you know, I thought operated a certain way Mm -hmm. and then seeing different things happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the, the effect that I had assumed always would follow, didn't follow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, so this don't follow that. Like things just keep moving. It's like, oh, so, but that, really becomes more powerful because what it means is that to seize control or to, you know, be more deliberate is always an option, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's always the option, you know, with it's sometimes you available. think there's nothing I can do. No, there's always something you can yeah. do mm-hmm. deliberately to put one foot in front of the other and, and move in a direction, right. backwards, forward, you know, whatever sure. direction it is, but to move from places that we've been Well, excuse me, I won't even say we that I might have previously been stuck in, you know is the ability to okay, you can, our favorite well, my favorite word, pivot mm-hmm. from that point to wherever your trajectory is going to go right. from there and which is up to you and no matter what it is be it a, a setback, a disappointment, a, an advancement, whatever it is the what you do from that point is what matters, and so the the uh, dwelling on the exact moment is not even relevant because no matter where that moment is, what are you going to do with the next moment? Mm-hmm. Right, and then the moment after that, because again, now will be a succession of moments that come after the one you just experienced. That's so. Right. The one you just experienced may rock you because mm-hmm. you know there are things that happen that'll rock oh, yeah. you to right. the core. Absolutely. But there's a moment after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what are you going to do after yeah. you got
1: rocked?
0: Yeah, are you going to sit there and just be rocked, right. Right. or are you going to do something? with that rock the moment that rocked you,
1: <laughs> and you get to choose? That's good. So I and it's funny because and I um uh, uh an analogy just popped to mind as you were saying that your emotional state. First of all, let me just. Announce the premise, beingness precedes experience. Mm -hmm. You must first be before you can experience something. Mm -hmm. And that really refers to your vibrational state at that time. Mm -hmm. You have to achieve the vibrational state of a thing before you can have it. So your emotional facility is critical. It's your thermostat it lets you know where you are vibrating. Mm -hmm. How is this feeling in the moment? Mm -hmm. Because you can say all day, you know, things are always working out for me. Everything's always lining up and you can be feeling like, Oh, I don't feel stable. I don't feel, I'm not so, I don't feel certain. You can be hovering in that anxious, Mm -hmm. you know, between anxiety and um, disappointment kind of area. But that doesn't and and you'll be getting manifestations and experiential evidence of your vibrational output regardless of what your words are saying mm-hmm. because your emotional state is that important. Mm-hmm. It is your it is the indicator your your most available indicator of what your vibrational output mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling good, and I have to say you've got to qualify that well. If it feels good, it is good. That's the only rule, but it has to really qualify as feeling good. Does it feel like contentment? Does it feel like joy? Does it feel like happiness? Does it feel like, you know, ease? Does it feel like satisfaction? Yeah. Does it feel like fun? Does right. it feel like eagerness? Right. Does it feel like bliss? You know, mm. those things, that's when you know, <laughs> I just want to do this all day. Ooh, I don't want to stop doing this. <laughs> that feels good. That's what good feels like. Now, if it's habitual, um, if it's something that you're using to cover some other state of being, sure. you know, I got to go smoke this blunt before I blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't know if that's good feeling state because sure. you're saying I don't have what it takes to adjust my frequency right now. I have to have something else to aid.
2: Because what you just said I think is powerful um because and and not to attack the, the weed because I know they're legalizing and I don't want our weed smoking audience yeah, to 420 uh, friendly. And they, <laughs> <laughs> I know how you yeah, feel Doug. No, but but the bigger point to, to me, yeah. the broader point to me out of mm-hmm. what you just stated is this is that the feeling good if it requires something external to sustain it for a long period of time
1: or to even attain it
2: or to mm, man, really? that's so good right there right if it requires if, if if you need something more than you to attain the feeling of of the feel good feeling mm-hmm. right or something to sustain it then it's probably not something that that is essential Right. to you feeling good, right? right? And I think that's important because a lot of people in the, in the space of coping, mm-hmm. even when you were talking, I remember when we first, back to how we got here, <laughs> yes. when we first started talking, I think the first time you made that statement, if it feels good, it is good. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what <laughs> is she talking about? Like, how are you going to justify everything that feels good? Is, but see, that comes from, again, a bit narrow-minded right. viewpoint On the thing about emotion and how you feel. First
1: of all, judgment. I'm
2: judging exactly that. Uh, What? Oh, okay. So, so you can just so so crack crack (laughs) crack feel good. It is good. (laughs) Don't you telling me? Okay, sleeping with that man's wife. It feels good. (laughs) So you are telling me it is good, right? Okay, okay. But I'm so glad again that I've been on this journey with you because again, it helps me. Through, through these types of interfaces mm-hmm. I've come to discover my premise. Yes. Right? I'm looking at now, okay, what was the seed at the, at the seed level right. of that point for yeah. you, John? Why are you processing that way? Right. And so for me that's why the emotional piece is so big that we unpack it and if we're going to do some analyzing, analyzing that state of being for each person as an individual, I think you really need to become aware of where you are in re- relationship to your emotions.
1: Okay. And you just made me think of something else that I haven't thought before, but I love that we're coming to this junction of this conversation. So think about this. We have a world that, like you said, conditions us to uh, uh-uh, don't get in your emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't get too animated about mm-hmm. it. Don't get, don't, don't let yourself get carried away with your emotional facility. Sure. We have all that types of messaging in our culture. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say because it's at every level.
2: Yeah.
1: And yet, you can never, ever not have emotions. That's right.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's, I mean, emo- your emotional facility is so natural. hmm it is. It's like breathing. It is. It's always it is there. It's exactly like breathing. You can suppress it all you yeah, exactly want. exactly right. That still happening. So you're, just like holding up. your breath. Exactly. You know what and I mean? And you're going to erupt at some and point. Because, you're expressing point. at some point. point. Why in the great world point. would we allow yeah. ourselves yeah. to be conditioned yeah. away from something so fundamental to yeah. being physical on yeah. this planet? Yeah. You cannot have a human experience without an emotional journey. That's
2: right. That's right.
1: And here we are demonizing emotions. That's right. But, you know, even in the New Age community, there's a lot of people that demonize ego. And I kind of roll my eyes when I hear that because did you know that ego has a a very valid function? Mm. Ego is not bad. We give it a bad rap, especially when we're misappropriating definition to it and Mm. not checking it. Mm -hmm. But ego is the very thing that keeps you anchored in your reality. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it has a physio- physiological function.
2: Mm.
1: When you do not have a stable ego, you experience life with schizophrenia. You're shifting realities. It does not anchor you in a single reality when it's not healthy, when it's not stable. Okay. So it's the thing that keeps you constant and consistent in your your reality. Right in your perception of reality. Right, right, right. It's As the critical. Absolutely. Yeah, right.
2: It's right. a critical
1: component sure. of physicality. sure. And here we are. Oh, you got to check your ego. Right. You got to leave. Like, right. what are we saying? Right, right, I need right. my ego. My right. ego is my friend.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, no, I, I just, um, and I, I've been very much a person that at times, Mm -hmm. You know, and I got to say at times, you know, that I'd be really more reserved and really emotionally in control. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, you know, resisting that urge to fly off the handle. (laughs) Because I know. Right. I know sometimes that, you know, if I feel, you know, what they say, up and out, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like I know for myself, I've said some things in moments Mm -hmm that I didn't really mean, right. but it was what I was feeling at the time. Sure. And so it's just, so I've always, so from those experiences, I've learned, okay, maybe you want to temper that a little bit because just to blurt something out simply because you feel it, you know what I mean? I For me at that time was wrong, you right. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and and I think that's a di- that's different, but it's also, mm-hmm. okay, when we make something bad, it just becomes more dysfunctional when we marginalize anything it just becomes more um more, it, it acts out if you will so when we make our emotions bad then yeah because if we if we had the culture of normalizing examining why you're having this emotion you can actually talk to, you can have a conversation with yourself and say, okay, what's at the root of this person just said this and it triggered this in me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I understand that in order for me to feel guilt right now, I have to feel fear of not acting appropriately or not doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got it, if we have, if we um, normalize those types of analyses process, people won't act out. They won't overreact or, allow themselves you know what i'm saying like but because we have made it so mm-hmm.
2: taboo exactly
1: yeah. yeah. then we're not we're not looking at it in a healthy or balanced way to begin with and so we're not even understanding that this emotion has function It's actually giving me some information and it would be helpful to know what it's telling me really
2: it makes me think of the statement that you often talk about allowing so like for me back to how i how i Evolved in this space Mm -hmm. Um, When I start Learning how to allow And accept Things for how they were um, I can't say That I feel like my emotions Stopped working against me They started to work For me Mm -hmm. They started to allow me to see Similar to what I just heard you unpack So like here I am Feeling some kind of way But if if being in my feelings is bad, if I diminish that, then now I'm going to effort diligently to not be in my feelings. You yeah, make it worse. I'm going to make it worse. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to compound the problem yep. because now I'm going to pretend I don't have feelings. Right. But actually, I do. I yeah. feel some kind of way.
1: <laughs> now, in some kind of way all along that journey And I'm continue not to continue to feel some kind of
2: way, <laughs> way as I'm trying to right. convince myself I don't feel <laughs> exactly. some kinda of way. Which is where the schizophrenia comes in. Yeah, you
0: can't certainly you know I
2: no, right? no, because you're 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 working against yourself. Yep. You know, so you really need to discover what it is that you're feeling, right? And if this is this triggered some emotional place or space in you, then I think it was it it it, it rose to to help you to discover something deeper or something more about yourself, right. you know, as it pertains to this particular thing that 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 caused it to to surface yeah. in the first place. So I just wanted to to toss there because for me, um, it's learning how to allow myself to feel, um. You know, and to and to resonate, so I literally had that question asked me: "You and your feelings," and 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 my knee jerk was to say, "No, I ain't in my feelings. No, I ain't in my feelings. No, you know, you know, I'm high.
1: Yeah, because it's like you an know, indictment, mean, right? 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 You
2: know, what you, what, you in you your feelings—that means you soft.
1: Yeah, I was about to right. say, and there—that feeds the toxic masculinity exactly. trope, right?
2: Exactly,
0: cuz. So please, Which, you yeah. know, uh, and and to to your point, I was going to say that. You know, um my expression was more of from a an unevolved perspective. You know what I'm saying? To when I said up and out, as far as my outbursts in the past, was from a place of not being able to express or not being used to mm. expressing emotionally yes. Yes. to where you know, it's, it's different from having the emotion and how you express it. Mm-hmm. I think it was more, to me, the point of how I expressed mm-hmm. it, as opposed to having the emotion. Because okay. at the at the time, the emotion was 100% valid. Mm-hmm. But it was the way that I expressed it and, for me, who I expressed it to, mm-hmm. you know, um, w- was where the problem lied, you know what I mean? Um, and so, if I had found a more constructive or productive way to express it, you know, and I think that comes with, uh, with, with evolution and, and, you know, uh, the, the introspective work, mm-hmm. when you start to learn how to accept your emotions and then mm-hmm. deal with them accordingly. That's right. mm-hmm. When you express them, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like just, ah, you right. know what I mean? It's uh, more of a, Oh, you you know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a clearer communication. No, that's, Even that's if the, it's spirited, it's yeah. that's still the, right. That's a good point. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I can be mad at you, but not say I want to kill you. You and, know what and I mean? That's a just, different thing. You just
1: made me think too that it also causes you to naturally become in greater integrity with your expression. You because you're more aligned. With you know, if when when we have a healthy understanding of our emotional state and what it really means, mm-hmm. we are more honest in our expression of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we can and live more authentic.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and how free is that? Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think <laughs> for for our community especially, mm. especially we need <laughs> so much work in that area because one. We don't even have the awareness because most Mm. of us don't even realize we under trauma, you know, like we've been working under trauma to even know that, okay, you need to learn one, how to even deal or even express your emotions because we've only expressed them in a an explosive sure. way or, sure. you know, well, I mean, an uncontrolled way. I don't know way. if
1: that's necessary. I would say, and I feel like it's more the other way because we, because we live in this environment mm-hmm. where every, we don't have many, we don't have safe space in mm-hmm. this country. You know, mm-hmm. we had the whole discussion about safe spaces, mm-hmm. you know, safe spaces in here in our house, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But because we don't have a, we don't have very many places to safely I cannot express the same way at work that I expressed here. Now I can come close to and depending on who I'm talking to or whatever. But we're we have to suppress in so many situations from code switching to everything else. That becomes so again it is so normalized for us. Absolutely unnatural that when we finally do get to unleash, unload you know, let it out, whatever, release, it has to be magnified because that energy has to go somewhere. You mm-hmm. know, energy, mm-hmm. does. you can't kill energy, you cannot get rid of Sounds the energy. Sounds like y'all were saying awesome. a
0: similar point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but yeah. it's yeah. from two different, Same.
1: yeah, and it is, it is a, but yeah, it is.
0: Just, that's what I'm saying, we just have to invest more time in the end, you know, in just investigating, like going through it. You know what I mean? Like, once you, yeah. once you have, it's like, for most of the time for men, right? When men express emotion, usually it's something, it becomes something negative because right. we so we so infrequently express yeah. it that once we do, we blow up. Right. You know what right. I mean? I think, and, I think more the more common emotion that we
2: associate with. All of our pain. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh it the its expression oftentimes is is anger. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is why I think it looks the way it does. Right. right? Um, if we're hurt, um, we don't readily say men, generally speaking. Don't readily say I'm hurt, you hurt my feelings. Right. We get mad. Right, right. Right. And so then we react. Angrily because we're hurt, right, right. not not knowing how to express it in a way. One, because I think going to the larger point that was just made, if you're if you have, feel like you have no safe space mm-hmm. someplace, I can express how I authentically mm-hmm. feel and without with being right. judged, right, without right. being, you know, yep. labeled or, you know, yes. uh, having those emotions. Compounded by an external. And
1: God forbid you get unconditional support, whatever that is, where you can
2: express. Exactly, right? And then you are, um, so now you're reinforcing the negative mm-hmm. vibration and then you do what you just suggested. You suppress it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I won't say nothing because the last time I tried to say yeah. something, what happened? Yeah. They, they they took it all over here and so now I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and yeah. what that does is it intensifies that pressure internally yeah. which then when the, that valve is released yeah. and expressed, now it's now loud right it's forceful. Exactly
1: right. <laughs> so, but, and, and I'm just... Hesitate. I I made uh, an exclamation when you um, said, you know, we have to learn how to navigate. And I'm like, oh, first of all, we've been trying to navigate madness for 400 years. (laughs) We need a change of environment right now. Yeah. I don't know that we should effort that hard to give ourselves the context. Because, again, there are more solutions. We have not applied our imagination well enough to imagine that there are other ways to approach this. You know what I'm saying? More banging it into place is just going to get us more frustration and more, you know, efforted outcome. Um, there are easier ways to do this. And change
2: of environment is a real easy way. So let us let me go, let me push at you there. Because, like, I was feeling that a little more today than I have the other time mm-hmm. you made this statement. But, I mean, I'm, I can't say it. It's not
1: available for every single person. Indeed, right? We can't all do it, Indeed. but enough of us could do it to come back in a healthy enough state to help others anchor it. That too is going to be a process. Uh-huh. But and and okay, and just to say something out loud for anyone listening who's not aware of other conversations that are happening in other spaces. Yeah, yeah. Any black person listening to this, you need to leave this continent at some point, and the Caribbean does not count. <laughs> Everybody have to have a whole conversation about okay. just that. What do you think? Yeah, but you have to get out of context enough. Talk about so why, that, cause, cause because because the cloud, the the psychic cloud of, of systemic racism is so pervasive and it's so dense in this country Mm -hmm. that until you go into an environment where that is not the underlying modus operandi, that is not the biggest, uh, you know, um, that's not the main event of, or of most things, right? You're not even gonna understand what it is or how it differs from how you could feel. Take a trip to Africa. Mm-hmm. Even if you go to Europe, you're not gonna experience it in the same way because you're still going in as an American, so they have a different opinion of you to begin with, or at least they used to. I don't know, we're post 45 now, so who knows how they're gonna <laughs> react to us. Mm-hmm. Go to Costa Rica. Go to some place where it's just where they see you as human first and they treat you with respect next. Because those are two things that we do not get as a uh, default experience in this country Mm -hmm. every single day, all day. Mm -hmm. And you need to be in an environment, even if it's for a week, for five days, something, where you are allowed to just be human and worthy of respect.
2: Mm -hmm. That exposure, in your opinion, will do what?
1: It will help you understand a little bit better the context you actually have been in because this thing Mm -hmm. it's like the matrix. You're in this, you're in this environment, you're in this prison that you cannot see or touch or taste or feel because it's so pervasive. It is so consistent. It is so all around you. It is so immersion, immersing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I'm not saying that we don't have happy moments and we can't experience success. We do all of that despite, but that speaks to our, Inherent resilience as a people. Indeed, our buoyancy—no doubt about that. But it can—it can be easier. It can be lighter. Yeah. It can be more fun. Yeah. Yeah. You can get to feel good. You
2: know, I feel you so much, and I know that you're a traveler. Um, and I have traveled um, outside of the country. I think uh, I've been to the Caribbean a few times. So I don't know if I've, if where I've traveled qualifies or not. I mean, but so I'm just—I'm being comical. You know, but but I felt you the, the because yeah. even engaging others like uh-huh. a Yembe uh, brother from the Cameroon. Oh yeah, who, they don't have this who, at all. You know, man. Like the more it's the more standing. he's been exposing me yeah. to, you know, situations uh-huh. uh, on the continent again. You're hearing and you i've heard a lot about the continent and from in this society and unfortunately, a lot of What's been broadcasted doesn't sound or has not up to now sounded like it was an inviting, <laughs> warm, welcoming place for somebody.
1: No, like because you. you're vital to keep this system in place. No
2: question about that. So to, oh, why
1: would they encourage no you to leave it?
2: No question about that. So I think about, though, the men and the women, even those that don't have the capacity. Mm-hmm. to leave the continent or to go, you mm-hmm. know. So what about those that are here? And this is where I think a lot of what we okay, can I, can talk I say, about.
1: Yeah, can I say something? I'm sorry, just real quick. <clears throat> we can change that right now. I'm going to claim that, first of all, we have so much economic power that we squander on things <laughs> all day long. Um, if you can take a trip, to another state, if you can fly from Chicago to L.A. for about the cost of what that average plane ticket would be, you can get to another continent right. typically on a good day, on a cheap flight, on a, you know what I'm saying? Sure. We So we have to contextualize this differently because people will pay a lot of money for entertainment, but they're not paying necessarily for expansive experiences. Sure. And so when we recontextualize, and there's enough of us to help others Get there, too. Yeah. We have so much available to us, yeah. um, and we can change the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to speak more to how empowered we are, how empowered we can be, and how much we can manifest to get those things, right. to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. We all have the ability. Every single person on this planet can manifest whatever they want at any point. Moment, you just have to know you can. Right. I cannot manifest for you, but I can sure see you in your manifestation. And if that helps fuel your belief mm-hmm. in creating it for yourself, then so be it. Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted to in- insert that as another way to think about it because mm-hmm. even as you're saying what you're saying, which is a completely valid and valuable perspective. I I'm like, wow. And that just causes me to want to frame it differently Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I really want more of us to have that experience. I really want
2: more of us to be free in our minds. And I think, again, because of our journey together, I've grown to appreciate um, that viewpoint because you're right, um, the, the, the way I was framing it is oftentimes the way I hear it framed. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people don't believe themselves to have the capacity. And I think it's important that they are informed, uh, reminded that just as you just articulated, it, it, it's doable. You know, you really can mm-hmm. if you really will. And and that's kind of where I was going in the thought, like, okay, so for those that maybe I should have said don't feel like they have the capacity. Maybe not persuaded that they they can do this. Or in thing. the interest, I've um, heard more people saying, "I'm not
1: going to Africa." I'm like, yeah,
2: yeah, right. But again, I think that <laughs> I think that goes lends to the the point I was making earlier: it's exposure. It's like right. limited. It's ignorance. Uh-huh. A lot of us just don't know until we know. Right. And and so what I love about what you just did there is, I think we just want more than anything to remind others, even in today's uh, session. I think the idea behind it was just to share with the public how we have maybe had some challenges. I have had some challenges with some of the subject matter, but how, as I've allowed myself to interface with this information, to allow my consciousness, no fears of having my consciousness expanded right. and looking at things differently. And as a result, it now has me, you know, being very meticulous about how I frame and shape my opinion and, and my premise you know, concerning anything. So again.
1: And the reason that you would do that is because you see the results. You're having an enhanced experience. And that is undeniable. This is not about convincing anybody. This is about go show yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: It works. Yeah, It's universal. It's natural. It's easy. The more you do it, the more you're not going to tolerate not doing it. Trust me. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's good. And even then, it's so funny. You said it's not about convincing. I think so much is about our conditioning because even when Cuz was talking <laughs> about, uh, and I was going to be facetious, but I think he had made a comment about uh, maybe five years ago um, I really began this enlightenment. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I think it had started for me about six.
0: <laughs> why do you make it sound like
2: this? You, you,
0: you,
2: well, you, you know what I mean? That's, that's, part, <laughs> of the, that's part of <laughs> yeah. the
0: conditioned
2: yeah. comparative response. You know, It is. It's <laughs> that competitive and that's that, that's that driver yeah. that sits at the seat of mu- much of what we do that I think it continues be to keep us, not be competitive. You know what I mean? the, you're <laughs> the capital. Last week, <laughs> oh, so. well, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Just just without even without even trying. Right. I right. see myself oftentimes competing yeah. with not just bro, you know, and cuz and whomever, but it's like the way I've been conditioned to see the world.
1: Well, and, and it's 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 also seated in separation consciousness. Because yes. what you're really doing is competing with yourself.
2: That's right. That's right. That's it. That's right.
1: He's just showing you here's another way to yeah, be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I think so,
0: that's a great place to. Yes, I was just, uh, looking at time, like yes. I think we have uh, reached our apex. Yes, like we can't get no higher. <laughs> Not in this house, it's, it's like, you
1: know. It you was a go good one. Go
0: well, yes. go yeah, yes, that's, that's my limitation. Yeah, that's you how like, I framed it. that was my premise. Like so yeah, <laughs>
1: like Abraham says, we are eternally under construction. Yes, indeed.
2: Absolutely. Yes, And with that, peace out. Grace and peace. peace out.
0: while we reach the end of another episode of the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. Where does the time go? Well, on behalf of myself, Ashwin Nicole, and Johnny Holmes II, aka Apostle, we'd like to thank you, and we appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Please subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media, on Instagram, at cool Ass Conversations. So, until the next time, stay cool.